Welcome to the Locked On Titans podcast. I am your host, Tyler Rowland. Titans fans, it is a Friday edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. And on today's show, it has begun. The Tennessee Titans started making some salary cap cuts on Thursday as they get ready for free agency next week. So we're going to dive into all of the cuts that they made. And there's one name that uh, I've been trying to tell people would be cut for quite some time. So we'll talk about that. And then we will dive into the last installment of the 2022 Locked on Titans free agency preview and take a look at the defensive secondary. So all of that and more on a Friday edition of the Locked on Titans podcast. Let's get it! You are Locked On Titans, your daily Tennessee Titans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Titans fans, it is a Friday edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. So excited to dive into all of the moves that the Titans made on Thursday. We got multiple cuts. We got a signing. I'm going to go over all of the names and let you know where the Titans financial situation is right now heading into the weekend. Before we get into that, got to thank you guys for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen Every day, if this is your first ever listen to the Locked on Titans podcast, make sure you subscribe on whatever platform you do stream. You can find the Locked on Titans podcast everywhere and always free. And that includes the Locked on Titans YouTube channel. Subscribe over there. Smash that notification bell so you know when all the content goes live. Hit that thumbs up button if you're watching on YouTube right now. Greatly do appreciate it. For additional analysis, you got to check me out on Twitter at Tic Tac Titans. Check out the show Facebook page at Locked On Titans Pod. Remember, I have been a Titans fan for over 20 years. I break down not only the film, but all the roster news, all the cap machinations, and Monday through Friday daily Tennessee Titans content all year long. So make sure that you are locked in to the Locked On Titans podcast. But with that being said, time to dive into the big news. So, We have been talking about who may be cut to save the Titans salary cap space for quite a few weeks now. We finally got some answers on Thursday. There were three Tennessee Titans cuts that happened on Thursday as of this recording. Number one, the biggest of them all, Roger Saffold. Left guard, been with the Titans since the 2019 season. He was cut. It saved the Titans $10.4 million. That's a big saving right there. So the Titans had to do that to create enough space to operate this offseason. Saffold had played very well for the Titans in the three years. Very consistent guy. Very, very good run blocker, especially coming out of L.A. with a similar system. So all the credit in the world to Roger Saffold. He's been everything that you could hope for as a Tennessee Titan, but the reality is he's about 34 years old. He's had trouble with a shoulder injury that's plagued him throughout his career. It's had him knocked out of a lot of games, having a hard time being healthy, and he fell off a cliff in pass protection in 2021. So you have to save some money somewhere, and Saffold was a likely cut now. The Titans at the left guard position will look towards 2019 undrafted free agent Aaron Brewer 
potentially look at 2021 second-round pick Dylan Radens. They could go out and draft an interior offensive lineman to compete for that spot. They could go out and sign a veteran to compete for that spot. For my money, I think the more likely option would be putting Aaron Brewer at left guard or drafting an interior offensive lineman or playing Dylan Radens. I think those are all more likely than signing a veteran to be on the line. The whole point of this is to make the offensive line cheaper. When you have a guy like Taylor Lewan on the left side making a good amount of money, you're going to have to pay. Nate Davis soon. I expect them to bring back Ben Jones. But either way, Roger Saffold cut from the Titans saves them about $10 million right there. The other cut that happened was the first cut, and that was Kendall Lamb. The swing tackle, backup offensive tackle, saves the Titans $3.2 million. And Lamb just never really lived up to the ability to be that third tackle for the Titans. He got opportunities. Didn't play that well, so there's no way you were going to pay nearly $4 million for Lamb this season. So smart cuts right there for the Titans. I think the Titans should consider bringing back Dennis Kelly, bringing back uh, David Questenberry as that third-string tackle, that swing tackle in the offensive line room. The third cut that we saw is a cut that I have been talking about throughout the offseason. People were calling me crazy. People were saying it didn't make any sense. But once again, ya boy. Tried to put you guys on. I'm giving out free game Monday through Friday. I told you that the Titans would cut Malcolm Butler and Adoree Jackson. I told you they wouldn't re-sign Jonu Smith and Corey Davis. I told you guys, Darrington Evans needed to be cut. And the second year running back going into his third season was cut on Thursday in the afternoon. That move will save the Titans $800,000. And look, I know $800,000 isn't a lot of money. I get that, but when you have a guy who was a third-round pick who literally can't stay on the field, who's gotten zero positive reinforcement from the general manager or the head coach, actually quite the opposite, been an indictment on Darrington Evans. It just makes no sense to keep a guy like that around for a million dollars. You can get an undrafted free agent uh, after the draft who would be just as productive or more productive than Darrington Evans. You could take a running back in the later rounds of the draft who will be just as productive, if not more, than Darrington Evans. Heck, the Titans got two guys off their couch last year in Deontay Foreman and Dontrell Hilliard who are more productive than Darrington Evans. Let that guy go focus on his video game career. The NFL doesn't seem to be for him. So I agree with that. I have been calling for that cut throughout the beginning of the offseason until now. And I got to tell you, I'm not happy to see people lose their job, but I'm happy the Titans realize that there's no reason to keep this guy around when running backs are a dime a dozen and you can find somebody to be productive off the freaking street. So we're not paying a million dollars for a guy like Darrington Evans. So that's the three cuts that happened on Thursday as of this recording. There was also a signing. Though, Morgan Cox, the Titans' long snapper, was brought back. He's going to be back on a one-year, $1 million deal. That makes all the sense in the world. When I did my big stay or go, when we went through 30 in-house Tennessee Titans free agents, I had a resounding stay next to Morgan Cox. Did you hear Morgan Cox's name last year, folks? No, you didn't. And that's a great thing for a long snapper. Good snaps, consistent snapping all year long. Didn't make any mistakes. A local guy who's from the area, a former All-Pro, no reason whatsoever to cut bait with Morgan Cox. Happy to see him back. I think that makes a ton of sense. So, with that in mind, where are the Titans at right now from a financial standpoint? Well, number one, you got 
Taylor Lewant, or um, you got Kendall Lamb, Roger Saffold, and Darrington Evans cut. When you look at the money that saves you, that's about $14 million. Then you got to take Harold Landry and Morgan Cox's money that is added to the cap, and that's about $6 million. So all in all, with the signing of, of Morgan Cox and Harold Landry and the cuts of Lamb, Saffold, and Evans, that gives the Titans about $8 million in cap savings right there. Now, I'm still expecting to see Jackrabbit Jenkins be cut and save the Titans $7 million. I'm still expecting Brett Kern to be cut to save the Titans $3.2 million. That's an extra $10 million right there. So right now, with what we've seen so far, the Titans have about $3 million to $4 million in cap space. You add Jackrabbit and Brett Kern, that is another $10 million in cap to get the Titans to $13 million in cap space. They were right around $8 million over the cap going into this week. So to, by the end of the weekend, probably flip that to $13 million. That's huge for the Titans. Some other moves that I would like to see, I'd like to see Kevin Byard restructured. That would save the Titans $7 million. I'd like to see Taylor Lewan restructured. That would save the Titans $6 million. And I would like to see Zach Cunningham brought back to the team not released, but restructured, and that would save the Titans $6 million. So with Bayard, Lawan, and Cunningham's restructures, that would save the Titans $20 million right there. You add that to the $13 million that I just said would be their cap space if they cut Jenkins and Kern. The Titans would then have $33 million in cap. So they have $3 million right now. With uh, Jackrabbit and Kern cut, I expect that to go up to 13. With restructures to Bayard, Lawan, and Cunningham, I expect that to go up to 33 million. That gives you the opportunity to sign a number one tight end. You could even make a big splash, potentially, at, let's say, cornerback. A guy like Stephon Gilmore, a guy like J.C. Jackson. Maybe the Titans go there if they want to do that. Maybe they spend a lot more money than we're expecting at wide receiver. They trade for a DK Metcalf. They sign an Allen Robinson, something like that. There could be $33 million gives you the ability to have massive potential to go after a big fish or make a big move. And remember, that $33 million is after the Harold Landry deal. So... The Titans have a chance to have enough cap space to do whatever they feel that they need to do. Bring back Ben Jones, get a tight end one, add some veteran depth on defense, get another wide receiver, a veteran wide receiver so that you're not pigeonholed in the draft. Get a veteran on the offensive line as a backup. So much maneuverability available for the Titans with the path that I have charted. Everything that I've told you guys that I wanted to see from the Titans all season has happened to this point, and hopefully continues to happen, and we'll discuss next week how much cap space the Titans actually have as we get wind of more moves that they make. One thing I do want to tell you is the Titans don't have to restructure these people until they need that money. So you may see a move made by the Titans, and you're thinking they don't have enough cap space for that, but a few restructures, and they can make it work. Not only that, but I didn't even mention restructuring uh, Ryan Tannehill, Derrick Henry, Bud Dupree, any of the other options that the Titans would have, which I advise against restructuring those three guys. I don't think you want any more punitive future money on any of those players, but the point is they can do it if they need to. So the Titans have a ton of cap space to, to play with if they want. They have a ton of maneuverability with the players they can restructure or cut. There's just so much opportunity here to carve out exactly how much cap space you need to make this team a lot better, especially on the offensive side of the ball. Very excited. This is this is just the best stuff, guys. It has begun. So hype for the all season that's about to take place. 
And we're not even talking draft stuff yet. So uh, very excited for what's to come. Make sure that you stay with us here on the Locked On Titans podcast. I'm going to be breaking everything down throughout the offseason. But with that in mind, time to look at the free agency market in the secondary at cornerback and at safety. We're going to get into that. Before we do, do want to tell you guys about BetOnline.net. It's that time of year again. College basketball's tournament is finally upon us for all the latest odds. Contests and player props. BetOnline.net is the number one source for all your sports betting needs and info. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores and news this season. It's not just basketball. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. Head to their website today or use your mobile device to learn about all the latest trends and action. BetOnline, where the game starts. Titans fans, let's continue this Friday edition of the Locked on Titans podcast. We just discussed all the roster moves that the Titans made, their financial situation as it stands right now heading into the weekend. Uh, Next, we got to talk about the free agent market for cornerbacks and for safeties. Excited to dive into that before we do. Got to thank you guys again for making the Locked on Titans podcast your first listen every day. Make sure that you check out the Locked on NFL podcast. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast. All of the local NFL experts come together to give you a national show every single morning in under 30 minutes covering all the latest news. I am actually the host of the national show on Thursday, so if you needed a better reason to check out the Locked On NFL show, there you go. It would help support me, and I would appreciate that very much. But once again, check out the Locked On NFL show on YouTube as well. But moving forward, man, I got to tell you guys, I'm sure you can tell, I am just hype. I am, woo, the emotions are running high. Uh, Listen to Harold Landry's press conference today. Got me emotional. His journey through life and where he is right now. Just all the moves, everything. Man, one thing I'll tell you, I love this stuff, guys. Oh, man, I love it so much. Football is the best sport in the entire world. I say it all the time. So appreciative and humbled that I get to do this show every day. Just so fired up for all these moves, man. I, I love it. I just absolutely love it. And I hope you guys are enjoying it as well. Moving forward into the cornerback market. So I was kind of teased at the end of our last segment. If the Titans open up the amount of cap space that I think that they can and will, why can't the Titans go out and sign a big fish like uh, Stephon Gilmore, like a J.C. Jackson, something like that at cornerback to pair with Christian Fulton. I know that everybody is waiting for, you know, Caleb Farley, but just how many eggs do we want to put in that basket? And if Jackrabbit Jenkins is cut, as I'm anticipating, that would leave you basically no veterans at all at the cornerback spot. You'd have Jackrabbit, or you'd have Farley, you'd have Fulton, you'd have Molden, you'd have C-Jax. Yeah, there are some... Uh, futures contracts that are coming in a training camp, but I'm not relying on any of that. And none of those guys are going to change roster decisions anyway. So for me, the Titans are going to need a veteran cornerback. Now, whether they want to, you know, make a big splash and get one of those guys I mentioned, I don't think that's super likely, but they could, they could. Or what I think is more likely is they look for a veteran option that can be that cornerback four. You know that the Titans like to use Elijah Molden as their slot wide receiver or as their slot cornerback on early downs, and then bring in a more pass coverage centric cornerback in third down and pass passing situations. So what cornerback could they get that could maybe fill that need? Add depth as a veteran. I got a few options here. Looking 
Robert Alford played with the Cardinals last year. He's 33 years old, going to be about two and a half to $5 million. If that's on the low end, a guy like Robert Alford could be that outside cornerback as a depth guy for the Titans. Another guy who I think might be just a bit out of the Titans price range because he's probably going to want an opportunity to start still is Joe Hayden, 33 years old, probably be right there. Three to five million dollars. More of a player who you would want in a zone system as well. So he'll probably want a chance to start. Might be on the high end of that three to five range. I don't think that Hayden is a great fit, but he's in that kind of tier and that kind of area where I think the Titans could look. A guy that could make some sense who's a little bit younger is Akello Witherspoon, 27 years old, two to four million dollar range. He's more of a he's been more proficient in zone coverage throughout his career, but as a depth piece for the Titans, I don't think there's any reason that Witherspoon couldn't have a chance to come in and, and really compete there. A guy who has dealt with a lot of injuries, so I'm not as interested, but again, fits this mold, is Jason Verrett, 30 years old, uh, 2 to $3 million price range, most likely, again, with the injury concerns, that's going to bring his value down. He's a smaller cornerback as well, so I don't think that fits exactly what the Titans are looking for, but he's in this kind of mold of a guy. A guy who does make a lot of sense, in my opinion, is Kyle Fuller. Fuller is an outside cornerback, which is what the Titans are going to be looking for. It's going to be anywhere from 3 to $5 million most likely. 30 years old, had a down year in 2021, but coming into the Titans, hey, you can compete for a spot to start across from Christian Fulton. If not, you could be a depth guy who we rotate in on passing downs. I just think that would make a lot of sense for the Titans, Kyle Fuller. Uh, a guy who's in this mold who, again, I don't think is a super good fit but could be right in that range is Xavier Rhodes, who came from the Colts, 31 years old, probably going to be 2 to $3 million. He just doesn't have the ability to play man coverage anymore. And with the Titans' proficiency to play man last year and that really be their rock-solid coverage that they go to when the chips are online, um, I, I don't think Xavier Rhodes is a great fit, but again, an older cornerback who may be okay with coming in and being a depth piece. Xavier Rhodes is your fourth cornerback. I think that's that's perfectly fine. Uh, a guy coming off of Baltimore had some injury issues. Jimmy Smith, 33 years old. He's been a man coverage guy throughout his career. That's what the Ravens like to do. Probably only going to be about 2 to $3 million. I actually think Jimmy Smith would be a great fit for the Titans. And a guy who I liked last year, who I think the Titans still could go out and get this year is Terrence Mitchell. Terrence Mitchell was just cut by the Texans, 29 years old. It's going to be about 2 to $3 million. He is a man coverage guy, so I think that Terrence Mitchell could be a really good option for the Titans. He would probably be my most likely option out of this group, but outside of him, I think Jimmy Smith could make some sense. I think Kyle Fuller could make some sense as well. So that's kind of my read of the free agent market. I don't think the Titans are going to do anything too crazy there, but I think they will want to bring in a veteran to deal or kind of balance out all the youth that they're rolling with at the cornerback spot. So we're going to talk about safety in just a moment before we get into the safety free agency market. Do want to tell you guys about the best tasting protein bars in the galaxy from our friends over at Built Bar. Absolutely delicious. There are Built Bar flavors that I think are far better than some candy bars I would, I've ever had. Like the peanut butter brownie, the white chocolate cheesecake, the salted caramel. Absolutely delicious. They have a ton of different textures too. The puff bars have a nice marshmallowy texture. The crunch bars are well crunchy. Uh, so I, I really like all of those. The flavors are delicious. But again, it's not just the taste. They're healthy for you as well as a protein bar should be. They're low calorie. Um, 
They're low sugar. They're high protein. They're high fiber. Make sure that you go to built.com. That's B-U-I-L-T.com. Use the promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your order. Once again, that's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. Titans fans, let's cap off not only this Friday edition of the Locked on Titans podcast, but this week of the Locked on Titans podcast. We talked about all the moves that the Titans made on Thursday and how that impacts the finances going forward. We talked about the cornerback free agency market. Now let's talk about the safeties. And of course, we always start by taking a look at what the Titans have on their roster right now. Before we get into that, I do got to thank you guys for making the Locked on Titans podcast your first listen every day. As for your second listen, it's draft season, folks, so make sure that you check out the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, hosted by Ryan Tracy and former NFL cornerback Eric Crocker. They're giving you all of the analysis and all of the information you need about the NFL Draft from two different perspectives. They're covering all the prospects, but they're also looking at it from a front office perspective, so make sure you check out the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast on whatever platform you do stream, but Continuing to dive in here to the free agent market, and this is our last position. We've gone through every single position on the free agent market. If you've missed any installment, I've covered the entire offense, covering the entire defense. All of that is available for you in previous episodes, so make sure you go check that out. If you feel like you missed anything, especially on the offensive side of the ball, at wide receiver, at tight end, at offensive line, those are places I expect the Titans to do a little bit more work in free agency and safety, along with you know, interior defensive line and off-ball linebacker is a position I don't expect the Titans to do very much, quite frankly. And right now on the roster, they have Kevin Byard, they have Amani Hooker, they have Jamal Carter and a couple other dudes on Futures contracts who are training camp invites, but none of that really matters. The big thing that matters here, Dane Crookshank is a free agent. And that's a role within the Titans' defense. Remember, this year I didn't want to talk about needs as much. I wanted to talk about roles. And the Dane Crookshank role is a sub-package linebacker on passing downs as a tight end matchup guy. There's nobody on the roster that immediately fills that. Yes, Elijah Molden can do some of that. But Elijah Molden is significantly smaller than Dane Crookshank at six foot one, over 200 pounds. So it's not quite the same to match up with the physicality of some of the bigger tight ends. Elijah Molden doesn't have the same body type as Dane Crookshank. So I still think that role needs to be accounted for. And of course, I think the best way to do that is to bring back Dane Crookshank. I don't think that Dane Crookshank is going to break the bank in any kind of way and get some massive deal. I I don't see that happening. I I don't. He's had basically one really good season last year. He's dealt with injuries for most of his career, so I don't think that he's going to get any kind of crazy deal to be a starting safety. I think he's going to be paid as a role player, and I think the Titans might be able to pony up that cash on a two-year deal. So that's what I would do. But, you look at the free agent market, you got a guy like Marcus Williams, Tyron uh, Matthew, um, Marcus May, Quandre Diggs, Jordan Whitehead, Devin McCourty, Kareem Jackson. I don't think any of those guys are in the market for the Titans when you got Kevin Byard and Imani Hooker. You need a third safety, a role-playing guy, maybe even a guy to play some special teams. So who are guys who kind of fit that mold? Well, if you're looking for more of a free safety type, not the Dan Crookshank type, but the Matthias Farley, his role in the defense, you're looking for a guy like that, 
Anthony Harris, who last played for the Philadelphia Eagles, could make some sense. He's 30 years old, probably be about two and a half to three million dollars. Really good tackler, knows that he's a rotation safety. I think he could fit in very well. You bring Kevin Byer down into the box, you bring Imani Hooker down in the box, let Anthony Harris kind of roam in the back end, play split safety as well. I think that could really work out, and then you could let some other people kind of piece in on that crookshank role. Another guy who, if you want to go fully into having a deep free safety, who's not a box guy at all. You got a guy like Malik Hooker, dealt with injuries his entire career, but he's only 25 years old, probably only going to be about $2 million. And, you know, if he's healthy, he has great range as a back-end safety, but I would be more interested in Anthony Harris than I would Malik Hooker. Moving forward, looking at some strong safety types that could fill that Dane Crookshank role. For me, the number one guy that makes sense is Jaron Curse. Uh, played for the Dallas Cowboys recently. He's only 28 years old. Uh, Three to $5 million price range, most likely. He is a guy like Dan Crookshank who can be that matchup strong safety, be down in the box in sub-package and passing downs, match up one-on-one against tight ends. I think he would be a very good fit. But for that money, three to $5 million, I think you could get Dan Crookshank back for about that price. So I would still go that, but Curse would be a good option if the Titans can't get Crookshank back. Uh, Jaquiski Tart. Played for the San Francisco 49ers, 30 years old, probably 2 to $3 million as well. Rotational safety, a third safety. I like Tart quite a bit. I think he could be a help. Um, Justin Reed, now we're getting to a higher-end price tag. Guy just released by the Houston Texans. $5 million, or not released, he just became a free agent, but $5 million to $7 million price range. You get that at about 4 to $5 million for one year. That can make some sense. I mean, he's only 25 years old. But he just hasn't really been that great of a player. But that Houston connection, of course, Tim Kelly will have good intel to what kind of guy he is in the locker room, all those sort of things. The Titans might be able to get a little bit more juice out of the squeeze than they did in Houston with a guy like Justin Reed, who with his body type and his skill set, I think, can maybe fill that Dane Crookshank role as well. But ultimately, what I would really like to see at safety is bring back Dane Crookshank Bring back Matthias Farley. Uh, played a lot of special team snaps for the Titans last year. 78% of the special team snaps. He played in all 17 games. He's 29 years old. He only made a million bucks last year. He's not going to make more than that. Had 16 tackles. I mean, I thought Farley was a really good role player as a special teams guy and a fourth safety. So I'd like to see him and Crookshank back. Keep them, as I said with linebacker and as I said with interior defensive line, Keep this group together as much as you can from last year with that continuity, knowing each other, knowing what they expect. Same thing with special teams. There needs to be better coaching on special teams. I like the special teams players that the Titans had last year. So that is all the roster moves from the Titans on Thursday. The roster pirate, Darrington Evans, was finally put out on the plank, matey. So that was nice to see, and all you guys were tagging me on Twitter to let me know about it. Yeah, I saw it. I saw it. But anyways, that's going to do it for me today, folks. I'll be back with you on Monday. Who knows what kind of news we are going to get over the weekend from the Titans. More cuts, more signings, restructures. Either way, I'm going to be here to break it all down for you. If we get no news whatsoever, then we'll have a mock draft Monday. So either way, we'll have a lot of fun on Monday's show. Make sure that you're locked into the Locked On Titans podcast, subscribing on whatever platform you do stream. Remember, you can find the show on every platform and always free. That's going to do it for me today, though, folks. As always, I am your host, Tyler Rowland, and this was Locked On Titans. <laughs>